Welcome back to The Shelf Oddities. I'm Serafina. And I'm Ambie. And the oddity that I'm feeling like today, it's really creepy, but I found it on this Facebook um, oddity group. It's a defeathered owl skeleton. Because I'm feeling a little defeathered. I'm feeling just a little exposed to the world right now. I'm feeling like I'd rather be a corpse. And Mm. so it really, it really spoke to me. And Mm. what oddity are you feeling like today? Yeah, let me just pass that on normally. You know, what oddity are you feeling (laughs) like? (laughs) I mean, you're in the right season for it, to be fair. You're definitely in the right season to be a walking corpse. I saw it and I just went same. Yeah, same. Same. Ditto. The oddity I am feeling like today is a beautiful green Victorian fainting couch. Oh. Because I'm a little I'm a little sleepy. I'm just a little tired. It's been a long week, and we'll get into that in a second. But it is our last episode of Odd October. We made it oddlings. Can you believe? Woo! Just kidding. We decided to add another one. There'll be another episode on Monday. We did it. Um, We hope that you guys have been enjoying the episodes. We'll talk a little bit about them later, too. Um, But I wanted to say thank you guys so much for the support we've gotten this month. We have so many new listeners and there's Spotify tells me like that how much our podcast is shared and you guys have just been sharing us so much and we thank you like it's been so much fun to see the episodes go up and see your guys's reaction so thank you thank you thank you we hope that you are enjoying your October and this is the last episode before Halloween before Samhain and I was wondering what are you doing Ambi? Uh, so I am going to go over to my boss's house and we're gonna get really really drunk and we're going to dress up real goofy-like, and we're going to just hang out. We're going to eat some good foods. They have live in a pretty pretty ritzy neighborhood, so when the kids come by, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll give them a good little time. But their whole neighborhood's crazy. You literally go, like, house by house, and there's, like, people in the front yard making, like, tamales, and they're handing those out. And there's people who are handing out shots, and there's people that are handing out candy, and there's people that are hot, grilling hot dogs. So yeah. it's just a whole little neighborhood thing, so we're going to... I would assume I'll probably like work the morning and then I'll just go hang out with them and it'll be a good time. That sounds like so much fun. Yeah, it's going to be great. And uh, what about you? What are you going to be up to on Halloween? I'm sure it's going to be more interesting than, than mine. Honestly, not much. I wish someone was grilling hot dogs for me or I would like a tamale or two. Um, <laughs> we are just going to have a nice little chill bonfire. Mm. Probably the weekend beforehand. Uh, like right before just to hang out so actually before right before this episode comes out Uh, so hopefully I did that hopefully the weather permitted it Uh, we typically do a bonfire especially for Samhain and you know burn a lot of the old garden stuff because we are in that period where I'm ripping out the garden and I'm so sad about that Um, but it's time and that's just how that goes so we say goodbye to this garden and you know thank it for all of its abundance and then we're going to have some friends over, hang out. The goal is to dress up as Nadia and Laszlo, but we okay. both are freaking exhausted after Salem. So who knows if that will end up happening. Uh, we'll talk about that in a second. But uh, yeah, it's just going to be real chill. I'm, of course, going to make like some spooky little treats and a good meal as I tend to do and just have fun and kick back. This, of course, is, you know, the Witch's New Year. This is a huge holiday for us pagan folk you know and it's Mm -hmm. it's one of those things where i'm going to be spending a lot of time in the next week really 
cleansing and doing wards and, you know, resettling everything. I'll burn my broom that hangs over the front door and get a new one. You know, like it's, it's, that's the vibe. The vibe is very much like settling in and refocusing. And honestly, it's coming at a perfect time because we just got back from Salem. And that's kind of what this episode is going to be about. We're going to do some, you know, vacation recap because uh, Ambie hasn't heard any of it yet. So that's very exciting. And then we're going to talk a little bit about Demon House and what recording that was like mm-hmm. and what uh, happened afterwards and that fucking craziness. So stay oh, tuned for that. And then maybe if we have time, we'll get into some ghost stories. Because as you guys know from last odd October, I really like this episode before Halloween to be kind of like a little a little Halloween sleepover, you know? So like grab a blankie and like some hot chocolate and like maybe some like Halloween Oreos because that's what I'm eating. And maybe some holy water if that's something you believe in, especially when we start talking about Demon House. Yeah, get some moon water, get some holy water, get some some anything that brings you comfort because it's going (laughs) to get a little crazy. Also, with it being the end of odd October, I wanted to let you guys know about our schedule. We had talked about it a little bit in September, but we are planning to take off November. I've been burning the candle at all four ends, and um, I need a little bit of a break. I love filming October episodes, except for Demon House. And, um, And I've had so much fun. I have truly enjoyed this month. It has been so good. But I do need to take just a little bit of a break and just refocus because I have spent so much of this October learning and researching and all this stuff. So the content that's going to come out in December is going to be a banger. It's going to be batshit crazy. And I'm very excited for that, but I am going to take off November just to um, breathe. (laughs) Breathing would be nice. Um, Maybe not sewing every day for a month straight. And now that the garden's out too, like I really can just sit and plan my next year's garden and plan our future content so know that in november i will be thinking of you and planning content for us uh but you will not hear from me (laughs) but shameless self-plug you can always come on over to the wait what world if you want to listen to two gay guys just gossip about small west texas town drama Mm-hmm. And uh, we will be posting the whole month of November. So yeah, they take no days off. Yeah, we take no days off. And Courtney always says we do not have to do this podcast every week, but like we doing that podcast every week. We doing that podcast every week. <laughs> but you doing it? It's it's happening. So yes, if you're missing, if you need an ambi fix, please. The link is always in our bio, of course. Um, our bio. <laughs> the link is in the show notes, of course. <laughs> And uh, definitely check that out if you're looking for a secondary podcast to have on during November because I miss, you know, when the podcasts I listen to go on breaks, I know it sucks so much, but just know the content in December will be so worth it. And I'm very pumped about that. Oh, yeah. All right. So let's get into Salem. Tell me all about it. It was so good. I had so much fun. We were only there for a short time. We really were there for three days, but it was more like half of one day and then like a little bit of another so like technically i saw salem five days in a row but really only had three three solid days there every day was wonderful every day was so good so much weird shit happened so much good shit happened as the oddlings know i made so much of our outfits for salem that was kind of the whole goal if you're going to salem in october you better do it big and you better do it fun and we did and it was 
it was a lot of fun. I got to dress up my husband basically every single day and he looked wonderful and we both got so many compliments. It was really cute. Let's just take it day by day. We want to go outfits first. Do it. Let's hear it. First and foremost, this will be um, the first time, not really, but the first time that I will ever describe myself and acknowledge I have a corporeal form, which... I've talked about before, like, I'm 6'2", like, I'm a big old bitch, okay? Like, a homegirl takes up a room. Oh, my God. I also have very long hair, and I split-dyed my bangs into half black and half white, and then the rest of my hair is black. And my whole goal for Salem was to be very Bride of Frankenstein meets, like, 1950s vintage Halloween. I don't know where I picked up that <laughs> that vibe but i picked her up mm-hmm. so my outfits were great they were very like structured right so i had like my black and orange outfit all of these pictures will be on instagram so it's not all just a mind visual you guys can actually see what i'm talking about um but i had like a black and orange outfit and my husband he matched i made him a jacket uh like a plaid orange jacket flannel and then i cut out felt orange and black squares and mouths and stuff and i made a jack-o'-lantern on the back and it came together so freaking cute so that was our first day in salem is what we wore and we walked into black craft which is a great shop it was an old bank that they turned into a shop and hung like a 60 foot bewitched at you from the ceiling it's so cool Mm -hmm. and they have great clothes i'm actually wearing one of their shirts right now and we walk in there and one of the employees walks up to my husband. We separated ways to like go look at different stuff. And one of the employees walks up to him and is like, who made your jacket? Like, where's your jacket from? I love it. And he's like, oh, my wife made it. And the employee's like, okay, can I meet her? Like, is she here? Like, what's the deal? And so my husband and the employee walk over and the employee just gives me so many compliments. Is like, this is so great. And then was like, do you know how much money you can make off doing this? And I was like, do you know how much money I saved doing this? (laughs) (laughs) And it was just so nice like that for that to be like our first interaction of the day, like in our, like our outfits, it was so nice. And they really like set the mood for us in the morning. And it was just so sweet. And that was, it was so much fun. The jacket's really cool. That's definitely going to be posted on Instagram. Go over there and check it out. So that was really fun. That was really great. The second day, we were very much like old, kind of like Outlander vibe. So Dave wore a kilt. Okay. And that turned out really cool and really fun. And then I made this gray pinafore to wear over this shirt with big ass puffy f- sleeves that I made. And that went so well. We got so many compliments. It was really cute. A lot of like older people. And when I say older people, I mean like, we're talking like a white hair, like older, um, like stopped us and was like, we love your whole vibe. It's so great. And like, That's they awesome. didn't say vibe because they're 80, but they were like, <laughs> your whole ensemble looks great. And like so many people just like really love Dave's kill and like really like my pinafore. And then of course it was like, oh my gosh, where'd you get that? It was like, I made it like, girl, I did this myself. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? Like um, so much fun. But that morning, We went to the International Monster Museum because we went with my sister-in-law and she loves horror movies. She's a big fan. New queer fair guest unlocked. (laughs) Hello. And she, we go through that, right? It's the first thing we do in the morning and we walk out and there's a bunch of teenagers and their mom. 
And one of the teenagers looks at me and smiles and like kind of mumbles and like I have really bad hearing. So of course, like I can't hear anything. And uh, and I'm like, what? What was that? And the mom goes, she she thinks that you look amazing and that you look like the bride of Frankenstein. And I went, are you serious? And then the teenager, (laughs) of course, was like, yes, I do. Like, you look great. And I was like, the first person that's not our family that sees me that day is a teenage girl who goes, you look great. You look like the bride of Frankenstein. I could have cried. I was like, you get my vibe. Like, we we get it. I felt so, I was so happy. I was like, thank you. I, at least I know I'm serving, you know, at least I know (laughs) I I gave what I was trying to give. She's serving spooky. She's serving bride of Frankenstein realness, honey. And I, it was just so much fun. That day was so great. We, that was the day we got to go and, sit in the Salem, uh, you know, Witch Trials Memorial, which is a, a beautiful granite section of downtown Salem that they have put up. Uh, each has a granite stone for the people who were victims of the Salem witchcraft trials. And that was the first time the family got to see that as well. We, we of course, have been to Salem before. If you listen to uh, last odd October, you can hear all about all of my thoughts about Salem, and we went to almost all of the same places. So I'm not going to go like really heavy duty into that um, because it's just the same episode again, basically. Because we went to all the same restaurants, um, except for we went to a, a new one, new one, and I will talk about that. Well, I um, needed to know if you enjoyed your BBC. Oh, girl, me and BBC. <laughs> what in the say? It was so good. Okay, so BBC is Boston Burger Company. For anyone who knows, it ain't a triple X rated thing. It is, <laughs> I mean, except for the noises we were all making eating. I was say, except for the effect it has mm-hmm. on you. It is so good. So that was actually the first restaurant we ate at. Wait, hold on. Anyway, the Salem Witch Trials went over swimmingly. Everyone loved going there. You, the vibe is different there. The respect you feel there is crazy. That And that was that day. And to sit there and be in these you know, outfits we had worked so hard on and feeling so comfortable and being so happy and and sitting in that and being able to feel grateful for those people and respectful for those people with our family who had never done that and them feeling the same. It was just really wonderful. It was beautiful. So anyway, Boston Burger Company, thank you for interrupting our beautiful moment with your sex jokes. How dare you? (laughs) (laughs) You were talking about restaurants. Fair enough. You're right. I interrupted myself, which is... um, me every day <laughs> welcome to adhd baby and um yes boston burger company was the first place we ate at it was the first restaurant i knew it was the right call because of course everyone's sitting there eating like this is the best thing i've ever had like this is such a good burger this was so great so then at that point i had established trust that i knew what the hell i was talking about and then every time i suggested something everyone was like all right we're doing that like, that sounds good that food sounds great that restaurant good i whatever wherever you're walking we're going and as an eldest daughter autistic adhd bitch that was very validating for me okay we then had of course flying pizza com flying flying saucer pizza company. Oh, I don't know why I said that so weird. No, I so- love flying saucer. They're so good. It's my, oh my favorite God. favorite pizza. They're so good. So good. We got the McFly, which is pepperoni and hot honey. And the restaurant is so fun too. The did restaurant you guys go is so much fun. Yeah, we did. So we sat and ate inside, and we were with teenagers, right? And teenagers kind of hard to impress. They had so much fun. They really liked it. If you're going to Salem, get the pizza. It's so good. We then went to Witch City Hibachi, which I had never been to before. That was a new one for me. 
And I don't typically like hibachi places because I don't necessarily like the interaction because I don't, um, I don't, I don't, I'm the I same don't. Way. You know what I'm saying? You I'm the guy me? where like, I'm the guy where like, if you leave me alone while I eat dinner, I'll tip you more. Like, I'm not going to tip you yeah, less if you check no. on me, but if you leave me alone, I'll probably tip you more. Yeah, no, I'm the exact same way. And like, I don't like, please don't try to fling egg in my mouth. You know, like, I don't, I don't like that vibe. Like, I'm not trying to, any, anyway, it was wonderful. It was so good. Uh, the kids we had been with and and my mother-in-law had never been to in a hibachi place. So the show for them, like, every part of it was so much fun because they had never seen, you know, like, the onion volcano. They had never seen, like, the tricks and stuff they do. So they had a really good time. But then the food was freaking delicious. It was so good. So, Witch City Hibachi is off the beaten path of Salem, right? It's off of uh, the Danvers Street. Not New Danvers, but actual Danvers. And it's right next to Seagrass, the dispensary. And it is so freaking good. It's delicious. The food was delicious. Our chef was entertaining. He was so much fun. And uh, our, the wait staff that accompanied him, they were great. We had such a good time. It's the only really new, new place that I can go crazy about and and give you the full review because I had never experienced it and they had never experienced it. And we had one very picky teenager with us who had, you know, eaten most of his food, but I'm telling you that plate, he cleared it almost as fast as Dave and Dave is like the world's fastest eater, I swear. And he just the whole time was like, Hibachi was so good. Thank you for picking it. I had such a great time. And that was really fun and validating. What was very interesting is we started the trip with the kids not really knowing much about witchcraft or knowing anything about Salem or anything like that. And we left with them buying history books and wanting to learn and wanting to know more. And that was really fun. And I don't know if that would have happened uh, naturally just from being in the city because the city has such a reverence for it and doesn't hide from its history. Or if it was because they were with me and um, I'm Serafina and you've heard my podcast. So you already know who I am and how I talk about history and my reverence for it. So I'm not sure what the catalyst was for that. Either way, I walked away feeling very grateful that I got to spend a week, you know, celebrating life and art and witchcraft and the history about it um, with these people. And they walked away feeling the same. That was, it was really wonderful. It was a really good time. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. isn't That's, that sweet? That is wholesome on what has been a interesting Halloween season. <laughs> yeah, uh, just a crazy Halloween season. And to have that moment was like, it was just really fun, you know, to to see Salem through young people's eyes who have no idea the history of it. And for them to walk in each shop that has been so perfectly curated was so much fun for them to pick things up and and want them and, and to f- love them and to respect them. It, it was just a lot of fun. And I just really had a great time. I would do it again and again. Of course, I probably will because Salem is... The dream, maybe, right? We've talked about that before. Maybe next year we'll need to be a little boots on the ground together. Yes, I would love that. Truly, I I have already started planning the trip for next year. So please, like, I would absolutely love that. I I feel so blessed that I got to go again so quickly after last year. I didn't think that was going to happen. I thought I was going to have to wait a couple of years, if not like five, you know, to go back. How many people get to vacation in the same spot frequently? It's not very common, at least not for me and my financial status and my friend's financial status. You know, it's not a thing. And 
to have that opportunity to go back was great and so wonderful. So let's talk a little bit about just my own personal trip okay. and uh, how crazy this thing happened. And it's insane. Two crazy things happened. Okay. Three crazy things happened. Okay. okay. <laughs> keep raising the stakes. I keep thinking about it and it keeps getting, so there's some capitalism vibes, right? So let's start off with that and then let's do the rest of it. So the first day we get there our like first half day. Cause you know, you can't check in until pretty late anyway. And it's a 14 hour drive. So we get there pretty late. It's our, it's our first day there. First night there. I go to die with your boots on because I love die with your boots on. I love the company. I love what they stand for. And I love the shit they produce. And I like to what buy it. What is die with your so, boots on? I don't know what that is. Educate die me. with your boots on. It is a store on the, the church street front of the witch city mall. Okay. And it is a goth store, right? So they have goth apparel and they're very leftist, right? Die with your boots on, like standing up to the Jack boot, like that kind of vibe. And I love it. And so I have been obsessed with these strange cult heartweb creepers. And I saw them last year in Salem for the first time. And of course, they don't have my size because, like I said, I'm 6'2". I got big-ass feet. So they don't have my size. And I'm like, well, it's okay. I'll, I'll look for them online. They're super popular. So every time they get re-uploaded online, they're gone within hours. And then they're also kind of expensive. Right, they're already a hundred and twenty dollars shoe, I think. Maybe they're only a hundred now, but um, and then plus shipping, of course. And as uh, anyone under the age of fifty paying shipping for anything is hogwash. <laughs> so I just never got, I never got them. I, I, I never picked them up. I could never press, you know, p- complete checkout because uh, as a poor person or someone who grew up with not a lot of funds, it's hard to spend that kind of money on yourself, right? So we walk in a diet with your boots on. We're checking it out. I find some things I like, but nothing I love. And I get to the back where the shoes are and they have them in stock. Oh, yeah. Only one size. Oh. My, my huh? size. Dude, then it was meant to and- be. Wait, are you ready for okay. this? On sale. I got them for $50. Dude, let's go. Are you serious? I literally, it's so funny because I literally felt like it was like, no, no, no. I'm trying to figure out the right way to word this. I felt like it was literally Salem being like, welcome back. Welcome home. What's up, spooky bitch? Yeah, welcome back, spooky bitch. Happy October, honey. <laughs> Salem said, girl, I love those penny loafers. I really do. Right? Girl, you look... Girl, you make that outfit yourself. You look great. Right here. Here's some shoes to go with it. it. That was just our first thing we did in Salem. It was the first thing we did. Our hotel isn't even ready. We've parked the car. We're just walking around. And I'm like, I'm going to go with that with your boots on. I'm just going to... I like to start the trip and end the trip with that. Because that's what we did last time. We started there and we ended there. And every time I found something amazing. So I was like, let's do that again. Um, you know, it worked for me last time. And I walk in and I'm like, what the heck? Are you kidding me? Like, are you serious? So that was huge, big news, huge news. The second thing that happened and the third thing that happened happened on the same day. So I'm big on nap times. Okay. If you're on vacation with me, we're going to have breakfast. We're going to do a couple little things. We're going to take a nap and then we're going to go out and like do dinner and like have a great time. Right. I'm big on naps. When you're a chronically ill person, naps are everything. I got to rest these bones. And we do that. 
we have a little bit of time before dinner. So we decide we're going to go and walk the shops that are closest to us and just see what's out there. And like people watch and just hang out. We had like an hour and a half. Things in Salem close pretty early, right? Most shops are closing at six. If they don't close at six, they close at eight. If they don't close at eight, they close at eight. There's not (laughs) that things, things close pretty early there. And we go to one store, Nocturne, which I really love. I got a really cool, like, vintage Masonic temple pocket knife on a necklace. Such a vibe we love. Which apparently I I put back down because it's kind of expensive. And I put back down. And then Dave's like, you picked that up last year and put it back down. Do you want to just buy it this time? Like, are you done playing this game? And I was like, I picked it up last year. He's like, yes, you picked it up last year. You loved it. And then you put it down because you didn't want to spend the money. And I was like, okay, I guess I have to get it. <laughs> Don't call me out like this, David. Yeah. I was like, How, what, what do you mean? So we buy that. We leave. It's now like 6.04, right? So like, well, that's probably the last place we're going. But we walk anyway. And I, me as a plant person, I have been obsessed with this variegated moonshine rubber tree, right? Uh Light green leaves, dark green variegation, very beautiful. Uh, We have the Crohn's Conservatory here in Cincinnati, and we had visited it, and they had a giant variegated rubber tree, and I was obsessed with it and wanted it ever since. Kind of expensive online, got to get it shipped. It's not a common cultivar, so you're not finding it anywhere around here. And... It's hard to buy plants online, right? Because you can't see them. You have no idea what the hell you're buying. Mm-hmm. And as we walk by this shop that's unfortunately closed, they have one sitting in their windowsill. And I freak out, of course, because I'm like, no way. Like, it's here. Like, this, I've been looking at this. I, you know, check the shops. I'm, I'm checking everything around me, doing all this stuff. It's on my vision board. Like, I love this stupid tree. And I'm like, no way they freaking have it. And I'm like, this is going to be fucking pricey. So, But we can't get to it, right? They closed four minutes ago. The guy's not going to open the door for us. I've worked in retail. That's I'm not even going to knock on the door. I don't even want to make eye contact with the people who are in there, you know? <laughs> we go the next day, the next morning. It's our last morning, right? This is our last night in Salem. So we, we have a couple hours in the morning and then we're leaving. And I'm like, okay, we got to make a stop there. And I'm like, if it's under $30... I'm going to buy it. I mean, listen, if it was like 35, I would have done, you know, like whatever. Whoa. I really want this. Plan. So what's expensive for that? Like, cause I guess for me, I'm like, Oh, $30. Cool. You know what I'm saying? But like, is that pretty? Right. No, plants can get pretty pricey. I mean, you get like a variegated monstera. You're like an $150. Uh-huh. Wow. You know? So, and I was like, and I've seen how much they go for and for not as big of a plant. So I knew, you know, that it could be pretty pricey. And I was like, if it's under 30, it's a no brainer. Really. It was like, if it's under 40, right. It's a no brainer somewhere in the $30 range. I, I, it's over. It's done. So we go in the next morning. It's $22. Nice. And I'm like, that's mine. Come home. She's coming home with me. That's my baby right there. She's up on my shelf right now. She looks gorgeous. I love her so much. I'm so happy. I'm obsessed with rubber trees. My best friend has a huge burgundy, like dark purple rubber tree. And uh, I've known her for two years now. And watching hers grow has been one of my favorite things. It's fucking massive. I can't even explain to you how big these things things are. Gorgeous. I I love these plants. I never know what they were called. Yeah, rubber trees. And hers is like a bush, basically. It's like one tree that's been cut a bunch, so it has a bunch of side shoots. I would say it's probably like five feet by five feet wide. Five feet tall by five feet wide. Oh, my gosh. 
it's huge. It's gigantic. So uh, this year she gifted me one and that one's doing great. And it's, it's pretty big. I would say it's probably like three feet tall, but it's like one single shoe. Cause I haven't cut it yet. And I'm just obsessed with rubber trees. She's, she's gifted me this, you know, obsession with rubber trees. So finding, so yeah, if you're on Google type in moonshine rubber tree. All right, let me see here. Uh, can we expect pictures of the tree and the boots? Yes. I'll remind you. You too. sure can. Oh, hoo, hoo, hoo. gorgeous, right? Le I I love that. Yeah, absolutely stunning. Just an absolutely stunning plant. And so to find that in Salem, I was like, oh, I love that. And my mom, when she goes on vacation, she typically brings a plant home, and I've never done that before. And it's a fourteen-hour drive, so I'm like, that's a lot for a plant, you know, to do all that. Um, but the plant came back fine. And then, of course, I come home and my mom's like, see, it's not a vacation unless you bring home a plant. And like the fact that it happened to be that plant, I just I couldn't get over it. It was so exciting. So let's get into the truly crazy part of something that happened in Salem. OK, I'm here for it. So for the oddlings that don't know, the Salem trip was kind of unexpected. Uh, I wanted to go to Salem. Of course, I had planned multiple times different routes we could take different flights if they were cheap you know and it just never worked out and then my, my mother-in-law my sister-in-law were like we really want to go let's go and that was really cool that that happened but I would say back in May June when I was dealing with all those health issues and slowly starting to feel better I just kept thinking like I just really want to go to Salem like I wish I could like I'm glad I'm healthy again I feel like I could walk the city like I really want to go and it wasn't an option. You know, vacation is expensive. Driving 14 hours is expensive. Getting a hotel is expensive. This like, economy? Yes, exactly. Like it just wasn't, it wasn't in the cards. But I felt like I needed whimsy and I felt like I needed witchcraft and I felt like I needed something. So I bought a pack of glow in the dark stars. Okay, for your ceiling. And when I was a kid, I had them and I loved them. But as an adult, it's not something you think about, you know, like maybe you do if you're cool, but I, you know, it's not something like I had done. And I, um, I, I just saw them and I was like, I really want to do this. And it came with like, um, you know, a, a bunch of big stars, a bunch of little stars and like a Jupiter and the moon, right? Like just a, a planet and the moon and all of that. So as I'm, putting up these stars in the room i decide over my side of the bed i'm gonna put the aries star alignment and over dave's side of the bed i'm gonna put the taurus star alignment because those are our star taurus. signs <laughs> and um i was just gonna like throw jupiter in the corner and throw the moon over here and like throw and like do like a a small like constellation type vibe right mm -hmm. and it came out really fun we love it it's such a good time Heck yeah the one thing with Salem that I really wanted to do is sit in front of the old town hall that's in the middle of Salem. They have benches up the street right in front of it. And I just wanted to sit on one of those benches at like, you know, 11 o'clock at night. There's no one in the city. I just wanted to sit there and, and just hang out. I, it's all I could think about since we had left was like, we didn't stay in Salem last time. So we were never there that late. And I just really wanted to do that. It just was something I just felt like it would bring me peace, right? Like when I was going through my health issues and when I was stressed during, you know, the rest of the year, I would just think about like that stupid bench in front of town, old town hall 
and it would just bring me peace, right? So I'm putting up these stars, and I'm like, it's not Old Town Hall, but it is something that brings me peace, right? Because it is really cool. Get a lot of them, put them on your ceiling, sit in the dark, and just stare. It just feels like you're, like, laying under the void. It's just so much fun. So I got to do that, right? I, I We stay in Salem. It's 11 o'clock. It's our last night. And I'm like, we we haven't had the chance to yet. I would really like to go walk Salem. I really want to go sit in front of Town Hall. And Dave's like, of course, yeah, whatever you want to do, because I have the best partner, seriously. And he's we're dead tired, right? It's like the craziest, longest day. And he's like, yeah, if you, I know you want to do that. Let's do it. Let's go. So we go and we walk and it takes us a second to get to town hall and the bench is there and no one's around. It's just me and him. And it's wonderful. We have such a good time. And it was exactly what I've been envisioning this whole year. It just brought me so much peace. It, you know, at some point we were both like close to tears thinking about the history of the place and how Salem being what Salem is now is such a huge fuck you to the evil people who did terrible things in the history, you know, of what happened there and, how how cool it is just to be in that town and how wonderful it is. And we're sitting there for a while and I have an app called Night Sky mm-hmm. on my phone uh, because I'm a nerd. And anytime there's a full moon, you know, you, you just point it at the night sky and it shows you what stars are where. It shows you what constellations are above you, you know, that whole thing. So I pull out the Night Sky app and I put it over town hall and could you believe that over town hall is the aries the taurus and jupiter nice and the moon all in the same fucking spot that is on our ceiling i i don't know how to explain my witchcraft right i don't know how to explain it because i'm not i have adhd i'm not great at following the holidays i'm not great at the first of the month comes and scares me every time because i forget about my cinnamon right like it's a whole thing you blow cinnamon through your door on the first of the month for luck and abundance uh, for those who don't know i was in here i was like i don't know (laughs) fuck this girl talking about cinnamon but (laughs) (laughs) that's what you do on the first of the month and uh i'm i'm bad at it because the first of the month scares me it's a jump scare every fucking time i have no idea the month is ending and there's this thing that happens where like manifestation for me is so crazy because there will be something I will say. And then six months later that thing happens, right? Or there will be something that I will put a loose plan together. And then all of a sudden all of those things line up and it's, it's glorious. It's just something that when you're in it, it's so hard to explain that it's like, it really just feels like the universe's hands are just lining up the pieces on the chessboard and to be sitting in an area that I had been wanting to sit the exact bench at the exact time at the exact place that I was dreaming about while I was putting up my stars on my ceiling to have the same exact star layout was the craziest thing I have been through in a minute. Mm-hmm. I didn't know. I don't know. Do you know what fucking constellations or above you i had no idea i had no clue i just pulled it out to see because there was a really bright star what i thought was a star and i wanted to know what it was and it's for jupiter and i'm like oh cool jupiter and then i point my camera up a little bit and it's like oh yeah there's aries and i'm like 
oh, that's really cool. Like, how cool is it that Aries is above me, you know, as an Aries? Like, that's really fun. And my camera goes a little to the left. Boom, there's Taurus. The whole, it's the exact, and I took pictures. Uh, this is, I will put it on Instagram. I, I could not believe it, that it was like, I literally somehow manifested this exact moment. Yeah, but let's be very clear. Taurus was there for me. It was not there for David. Oh, okay, cool. Well, I'll let him. Yeah, know. yeah, yeah, yeah. I just want to, uh, yeah, yeah. Well, he'll hear us, and yeah, just know it is what it is, Dave, and you will have to be all right with it. But that's—I mean—you were there with us in spirit. We were actually funny enough talking about you when we were sitting oh, there. Stop it! No, is that we why my were. ears are ringing? Yes, one hundred percent. Because we were—we were talking <laughs> about how much we wish that we were seeing you on that trip. Oh, because we didn't get to see you that time around. You know, it was like, oh, it'd be so cool if Ambie was here. Like, well, we, you know. It, it was just one of those things, and then I was talking about the podcast, and I was just talking about on October, and I was talking about all this stuff, and then to just you know have a have a nice peaceful lull in the conversation, and then be like, oh, actually, those stars you put up, or like you literally the stars aligned, mm-hmm. the actual stars aligned for this moment to happen, the higher powers that be or don't be or whatever the hell the scenario is, whatever is listening to me and my dreams, I just want to thank it. Because I needed the Salem trip, truly. Uh, you know, this year has been really fucking hard. Every year is really fucking hard. But this year with my health stuff has been really hard. And to have a moment like that where it was like everything you're doing is worth it. And everything matters. Was just beautiful. And I, after that happened, I was like, I can't wait to tell Ambie about this. I can't wait to tell the oddlings about this. That it's like, hey. Witchcraft is fucking everywhere. The universe That's is all really fucking awesome around too. you. It's very awesome. I love that for you. So yeah, so those are my three things that happened. That was just... And th- there's so many other cool things that happened. There were so many other great moments. Those are just my three that I felt like I could share, overshare other people's experiences or what have you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I feel you. But yeah. also, fuck those. You know what I'm saying? Oh, damn. Get into it. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so that's kind of i mean there are so many other things there were so many other things that happened that just w- once again aligned that there were so many cool things that happened in salem just the people we got to talk to there everyone the thing that i say about salem when people are like why do you like going there so much the people that are there in october want to be there want you to have a good time and are truly some of the nicest people you'll ever meet. And I don't even mean that just like in their retail scenario, right? Or in their workplace. There were so many times that I was standing in line next to somebody at a restaurant and they turned to me and complimented me on my outfit. And then we talked about the town or we talked about something witchy and had those experiences. And like come to find out that they're the owner of this shop here and, or they work at this shop here and, you know, they live here, you know, and and love that people come in in October because most people don't, you know, a lot of people would hate it. I would hate it because I don't like people. So to have people who are like, yeah, like October is such a fun spot because the rest of the year, you know, we get to live our, you know, our normal lives. And then October it's Halloween every day. And I love that. And it's just, it just people have such a good energy about them. And even the people who didn't have a good energy about them ended up having good energy about them, you know, because it's just, yeah, Floki. It's just one of those spots that it just changes your perspective on things, you know, and it changes how you treat people. The entire city is basically 
built upon neighbors being terrible to one another. True. People come in here and, you know, you hear those stories and you get that perspective of like, we're all just people trying to have a fun time. We're all just people trying to live our damn lives, maybe buy a witchy thing here or there and vibe with one another. And that that's just how I felt. There was, it was just fun. It was just fun. I recommend going to Salem. I don't know if I recommend going in October just because there's a million people that visit that city in just October alone. I recommend you go to Salem in June. I recommend you go to Salem in September. I recommend you go to Salem in February. May I, as a former basic resident, recommend? Yeah. Go in December. It's so beautiful. Oh, really? When the snow hits and the cold is just right and Salem covered in a blanket of snow is something magical about it. That does sound magical. It's perfect. Salem in December, 10 out of 10, best Salem I ever experienced. There you go. See, October isn't everything, <laughs> you know? It's it's a year-round town. I was going to say, Salem in October is its own beast. Like, you, can, you can't be Salem in October. You but, cannot. Yeah. But, so, I'm sorry. Salem in October is everything. But I'm trying to say, for the rest of the year, Salem is just as good. Yes. It's just as great. The people that work there, the people that live there, are some of the nicest people. And the town... It's just cool. I also think I feel that way because it's a a very walkable city and I love a walkable city, (laughs) you know? Um, So yeah, it was just really fun. It was really, it was a great trip for, you know, bonding with the family, but it was also a great trip for bonding with my spouse. It was a great trip for bonding with the universe. It was just, it was really fun. I, I really had such a good time. And I know I do that thing where I just talk about how much I love something over and over again. And I promise I won't do that, but I do. I love it. I had so much fun and I felt, I just felt refreshed. I I came home and I just felt like I could take on the projects, you know, that I was afraid of taking on. I'm not afraid of taking on, but didn't have the energy to, you know, I felt like I could, you know, just come home and, and see life from a different perspective, which is a good thing that vacation does. But it's another thing when, you know, it's kind of, it's like going to church, right? There you go. There you go. <laughs> it's like going to church. It's like a religious pilgrimage. It's it's it is a religious pilgrimage, I guess, realistically for me, but it just is refreshing. It's a refreshing area to be in. And the leaves were fucking gorgeous. Yeah. The trees were so pretty. A 14-hour drive from hell, because of course it rained both ways there and back. But the leaves. The leaves made everything so much better because it was just a freaking watercolor portrait flying by on the highway. It was so pretty. The air was so crisp. It was just so nice. We we really had such a great time. The Hampton Inn in Salem was wonderful. The hotel was great. It was clean. They have, you know, like little accoutrements everywhere. So I had hot chocolate all the damn time because they just have hot chocolate out and available. And uh, I really appreciated that. Their breakfast also pretty fucking good. Did you get yourself some Starbies while you were there? Uh, why would I get Starbies? I'd get Dunks. Because Starbies has the pumpkin chai, and I I'm a Dunks um, guy myself, but Star but Starbies has the pumpkin chai. No, we got Draho. Okay. Uh, which if you don't know what Draho is, Draho is like a cute little cafe off of Charter Street, I think. Uh, no, it's actually off of Derby, and it is delicious. They're like they really do like a lot of like boba. Mm-hmm. So we were getting like black milk, black sugar, milk tea bobas and green tea bobas, which were freaking delicious. It was so good. Everything we ate, everything we drank was so delicious and wonderful. 
but yeah, no, no Starbies dunks, dunks only. Hey, I like I said, I miss dunks. They don't yeah. have it where I live, and I miss it. We are we luckily have dunks here, so I'm a, a fan of dunks all year round. But no, we didn't. Our hotel was right across from a Starbucks, but we never. We never went in. We, I mean, I had hot chocolate available at all points. There was no point in going anywhere other than the hotel lobby. <laughs> Completely reasonable. <laughs> but yeah, the hotel was really clean and it was nice. They had a pool that was like warm and we actually swam like in October. I do want to shout out one more thing and then we'll move on because I know we've been talking about this for like 30 minutes. I'm so sorry. Uh, you're good. <laughs> we went to a store called Emporium 32 which I did not go to last year. I don't know if it was open, to be honest with you. It's on a side street in downtown Salem. And it is my vibe to a T. We walked in and Dave looked at me and he's like, all right, well, we're broke now. (laughs) Emporium 32. It's like a Victorian, like a modern Victorian kind of home decor and outfit vibe. Um, And also some like kind of oddities or curiosities. And it was so much fun. It's just so much fun. I really recommend it. If you're going to Salem or if you're planning a trip in the future, Emporium 32, make it on your list, especially if you like, you know, like good stickers and cute jewelry and good books and everything like that. Like it it just is, it was a really cool store. I got a couple of posters and some jewelry and all that, all of that will be on Instagram. Don't you worry. We went into Salem knowing that I wanted to, really make a dent on our gallery walls because Salem's a big art town. I don't, I don't know if a lot of people know that or not, but Salem is really big on like local artists and art towns. And they, of course, all of their stickers and shit are like my vibe. So it's just, it's, it's really big on art and like good art, fun art. But I also wanted to make a dent in my typing drawer uh, that I hang on the walls. Like I, to me, it's like an apothecary cabinet, but I posted it on Instagram a couple of times. I'll post it again so you can see the new updates. But we we went in knowing like we wanted to spend a decent chunk of money on those two things because it's hard to find tiny trinkets that fit the exact vibe. You know, I'm going for and for our living room and stuff like that. And we found that and more in, in that shop and in Ascend and in the Village Silversmith. It was we just got really lucky the whole way through we just got lucky and we're able to find some pieces and it just was it was really cool so yeah please check out instagram i think i'm gonna like throw a reel up on the art gallery wall because i found so much cool art and then we went to goodwill today and i never find any frames at goodwill ever like i search constantly but of course i'm going for a very specific very specific vibe and um we found seven seven frames that fit the vibe nice. I was going for. So then we came home and put them all up and uh, that was really nice too. So I just am feeling like that's why I was like Victorian fainting couch. Cause I just feel like rested and I just feel like cozy and I'm just very, I just feel probably the best I felt all year. And I'm very happy about that. Uh, retail therapy actually, which I never do. Best. Yeah. Best. I never do. So to have, you know, a couple few days and we actually coven's cottage is something we talked about a lot um in our last two episodes on salem because it's such a cool store we went there and dropped like a pretty good chunk of change on things you know some witchcraft stuff stuff for the altar and a knife that dave had wanted last year and didn't get and then um 
our mother-in-law was like, oh, I'll, I'll pay for it as your like souvenir. And we're like, no, you're not going to, it's like a couple hundred dollars. Like you're not doing that. And she's like, no, I really want to. So it was like, just as like beautiful, like she saw how much, you know, that stuff meant to us. And like, she stepped in and was like, no, I, I really would like to pay for this. And I just, it was like, it just was one of those things where it was like how like retail therapy, but then also like a bonding moment and like all this, it was just really sweet. Like we just had such a good time. Um, and I know I said I wasn't going to do that thing where I just say the same thing over and over again, but it was good. And I had so much fun and I'm just happy and I'm going to move on now. <laughs> <laughs> well, we love that for you. Seriously. Thank you. It was good. I'm glad all of the hard work and making the outfits paid off. And I am glad that all of the hard work and recording and getting all, all of our episodes so we could take that time to relax and come back. It all just paid off. It just, it was the exact week I needed. Um, and I'm very excited to see what my content looks like coming forward because I learned a lot of stuff and we're going to talk about some stuff and I'm very pumped. So yes, that was the Salem trip. Thank you. I hope that felt like, um, you know, listening to your friend talk about their vacation because uh, that's what it was. <laughs> it was entertaining. Good. I was, I was into it. Good. And I hope that it, uh, comes across for people who haven't been to Salem. It's like fun. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> So let's move on. Do we want to talk about the uh, carnage from Demon House or no? <laughs> let's do it. <laughs> so, Oddlings, you've now listened to Demon House that came out last week. And um, did you listen to it after we put it up? I know sometimes you do and sometimes you no. don't. No. No. Okay. I figured not. It's the only one I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> and for good reason. And I will not ever. There was a lot of editing Serafina moments where I popped in and was like, hey, did y'all hear that? Cool. Me too. All right. Moving on. Um, recording it sucked. I left in some of that as well of like being like where you were like, I don't want to. I, I need a break. And like we then started talking about something else. I left some of that in because I felt like our oddlings needed that break too. It was so intense. And um, recording it even more so. There was so much weird shit that happened during recording. So I end up, you know, we end our recording. I walk into the living room and Dave's like, so the TV turned on by itself. Cool. That's fun. And then like the rest of the night, like our lights were like all like turning on and off by themselves. That was really fun. Really loved that. That was great. Mm. Um yeah, and then there was the point uh, in the episode that I was really nervous to listen to, which was a point where I heard you say, will you hold on a sec? Which you clearly didn't say, but something something says something that is not great. And then like when I got to that point in recording, then of course the editing software shut down. <laughs> I was like, great, wonderful. Um, and then it deleted itself from my computer, which I did tell you that that uh, I had downloaded three backups and put one on a flash drive in my drawer so that way it wouldn't go anywhere. And I ended up needing it uh, because that thing deleted itself from my computer a bunch of fucking times. And um, it was just not great. Not really good to get through. Didn't love you it. You can never say that I didn't give you proper warning. It, I mean, it definitely did. It's so funny because... I get to the point in episode the editor. Blah, 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 blah. I get to the point of editing the episode where I'm talking about how there's editing errors, and then all of a sudden this weird like glass clinking sound pops up, and then the editing software dies again. And I'm like, okay, I get it. All right, so I cleanse my freaking <laughs> computer. 
because I didn't, I couldn't think of what else to do. So I was like, let me cleanse. Let me just cleanse this whole office. Let me cleanse my computer. I was finally able to get it up and, uh, you know, uploaded. But it was so crazy because that glass clinking sound that's in it, which I know you don't know what I'm talking about because you didn't go back to re-listen to it. In some points, it's in my audio. And then in some points, it's in your audio. And then what's weird is that later on in the episode, I literally talk about how I'm drinking a can of Mountain Dew. I don't have any glass in here. Yeah, and I can't even think of anything in my house that would even remotely yeah. give off that noise. So yeah, hated that. That was a lot of fun. And then you had a lot of fun, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Which we don't want to talk about. <laughs> no, I mean, I will. I don't, I mean, I just, I had a lot of, like, uh... A lot of weird i mean so actually the rest of that night was fine it was whatever um mm-hmm. but the next day i see the thing is like in my mind i'm like okay is this happening or am i like like it's, it's just life is lifing right now and i'm attributing right. it to this podcast or to this thing or like what the but it was just lots of like bad energy stuff happening and like everybody around me the next day was just kind of in moods co-workers that i would normally get along with were pissing me off. I was kind of mad at the world. I was like really clumsy the next day, just dropping everything and like forgetting everything. Very like fog brained. I it was just, it was hard to explain. The energy was off around me for like a solid yeah. week. And then I was like very, 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 very ill for like a week and a half after. Like I've been really sick up until about maybe Tuesday. I've been feeling kind of okay ish again. Yeah. Um, it definitely took its lump of flesh. And then she's just like, did you do this? Nope. Oh my God, this happened. I'm like, hmm, I oh, so, see. So what you're saying is like, did you do this? It was me editing, texting you being like, did you do this? Did you say this? Was this you doing this? And then I'm just like, uh, huh. Um, no, sure wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, uh, there was a period, like, don't take this wrong, which I don't think you will. There's a period where I, w- I was really mad at you. <laughs> Sorry. My after bad. I was like, that. <laughs> after I was, like, uh, having, when I was just having, I was like, why would she even put me through that? Like, why would she even want to do this? Like, this was stupid. This was stupid. <laughs> just like, I'll take that. I'll take it. I understand. I w- I didn't think it was going to be like that. Like, to be honest with you, I really didn't. I should have taken the warning. There was only like seven warnings in the whole fucking documentary. That's like, this shit's cursed as fuck, dog. And I should have taken that warning. And uh, I'm going to heed that warning again. We're not going to talk about it that long because this shit was just super fucked. It was just (laughs) so fucked. And oddlings, if you had anything happen to you while listening, I'm sorry. I'll take the anger from you guys, too. I get it. I'm so sorry. My bad. I didn't know it was going to be like that. I knew it was going to be a little bad. I didn't know it was going to be that bad. <laughs> now, you were on my cuss out list for a couple hours that day. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, that's totally fair and fine. I I thought you would be like the more like you'd be fine because it was like me talking the whole time. I was like, he's just listening. He'll be fine. Mm, sorry, my bad. That was that was on me, dog. That one. That one's on me. <laughs> See, I thought once I was sitting there and I was like. Yeah, it's crazy, but you know, I was like, oh, they're going to come fuck with me. Yeah. <laughs> they come fuck with me. They said, I oh, I don't exist? I What's that? Oh, I don't? He said, oh, I don't exist? Okay, tight. <laughs> I never said that. <laughs> That's true. You're right. You're right. You did not say that. 
But yeah, um, it was an experience that I truly, genuinely will never want to live again. And yeah, someone could be like, that. Damien, it sounds like it said this, this, and this to you. And I'd be like, oh, that's crazy. Well, I'm glad one of us knows that because I never will. Yeah, that's, I figured you weren't going to re-listen to it, but I thought maybe you would just to hear what nope. it sounded like. And then I was like, mm, probably not. I am not that, you know, the stereotypical white person that runs into like the yes. murder. That's mm-hmm. not me. I am with yeah, all the, either. I am with all the black folk running away. <laughs> like, yeah. Oh, everybody's running later. I'm out of here. I'm yeah. not asking questions. <laughs> What's really funny is I almost just uploaded it. With no edits. I really, oh, like, really? couldn't sit there and edit it. Like, I knew it was going to be a, a bitch. I knew that this was going to happen a bunch. And I knew what had happened after we recorded it. And I was like, I don't want to sit through another two hours of this. Like, I know I know it's going to be bad. And I'm going to hate it. So I almost just uploaded it, like, completely unedited. And then so I, like, listened to a few. Like, I, went, I put it in the program and listened to a few spots. And there were so many spots of us being like, let's just take a second. Let's just take a second and like regroup and like, let's just like light some incense and let's just like think about good thoughts and stuff. And I was like, okay, I got to edit out some of this because it was originally like three hours. Yeah. And I was like, this is a lot. Like, this is a lot. I don't know. I think that was another disservice we did to ourselves was like, we're so conversational, but maybe that wasn't the best. Like, maybe that was a get on and get the fuck out podcast. <laughs> yeah, maybe. I like the I like the episode and I've, I've gotten, you know, people have told me that they liked it too. So I'm glad it went out and I'm glad that people listened to it. And I'm glad the people have gone and watched it since then because it truly was one of those experiences that I felt, you know, was good to have when I watched it the first time. So I thought maybe other people would enjoy that as well. And some people have, and some people have also cursed me out like you did. So <laughs> I um, was so mad at you. <laughs> but then, but then once I fair. like, once I kind of, it was, it was also odd. I don't know. Um, also, do you still want to keep talking about this? Yeah, I'm fine. Um, I noticed for me, and it's really weird. When I was around other people, I was so agitated when I was by myself. Mm. I was pretty at peace. I was fine. Yeah. So once I like got by myself and I was no longer like surrounded by people, then I was like, okay, I'm being a little ridiculous. Like, stop being yeah. so mad at Sarah. But I was so mad at you for like the There's majority something... of that morning. There's something that's so funny about that because in the episode, you literally make fun of Zach for getting like really aggravated out of nowhere. Like you're like it just it doesn't make any sense to me. Like you just get so angry and like no, you know like no, people that's around not, you. It was the guy behind him who was just casually oh, yeah. watching. Yeah, he's just true. watching him. He had no reaction. Like the guy who was right beside Zach was like, "Yo, what the fuck?" And you could tell he was concerned. The guy yeah. who was kind of standing in the back was just like watching, like with no reaction. I'm like, "Pro, what the fuck?" And that's all your coworkers that morning just looking at you. <laughs> they were kind of like, bro, you you all right? And I was yeah, like, good, yes, you make fucking sandwiches, man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a weird day. I'm not gonna lie. It was it was pretty odd. I'm so yeah. mad at you. I I will take it. I understand completely. <laughs> yeah. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, it, it was. It was definitely a weird week. It was a weird 24 hours recording and then another 24 hours editing. And that was very strange. So if you made it through that episode uh, and you're here now, congratulations. You did it. It's over. Yay. Holly Simos. We did it. <laughs> so we survived. We did it. We're killing it. <laughs> are we in the um, clear? We are in the clear. Are we, we are out of the woods. Yet? woods. <laughs> So, oddlings, as I like to do, 
before Halloween is over and we're sitting here having our little our little sleepover Halloween sesh. I always like to at least share a ghost story or two. Um, and this time we have a story from Ambi who is going to share a little something, something. So after, right after demon house. So like, we're just really in it. It's not over. We're not out <laughs> of the woods. We live in the woods. We live in the witch's house and um, we're in it. So you want to go ahead? The witch's house. The witch's house. Yeah. So my ghost story, I guess, uh, which is different than some is that mine isn't super like negative it's actually kind of like pleasant in a way yeah i have something like that but um so i have an ex that was quite important to me and my ex passed and we'll leave it at that i will not get any further than that um and so i went through so this would have been i'm trying to think this would have been i was in massachusetts at the time um and yeah, so I'm in Massachusetts. I was with this guy for a little bit. We were dating. It was nice. And then he passed. And then it was just a really, really, really bad, depressed, terrible, awful time. Um, and I don't know, like, what caused this in me. Because I've always been somebody that's, like, very much believes in the supernatural. But I guess I don't go out of my way to really, like, mess with it or interact with it yeah. or anything like that. Um, but I started going to this like graveyard it's like mm -hmm. it wasn't the graveyard he was buried in or anything like that but mm -hmm. just this graveyard for some reason that like intrigued me and it was maybe like kind of in but so it was actually in the salem lynn area oh, and okay. uh this is back when i lived really close to salem and um Something just, I would close work. I would close at work from time to time. And when I would drive past that cemetery, like something would just be like, bro, pull over. Mm -hmm. Go fucks with that cemetery. I'd be like, all right, cool. So, I, you know, I just like, mm -hmm. I'm pretty much like, I pretty much listen to the voice in my head. Uh, unquestionably, it's kind of a problem, but like that bitch gets anything he wants. <laughs> so it's just like, you know, um, I'm just like, all right, cool. Okay. Why not? So I would for probably about five months straight, um, I would go to the cemetery after work and I would just go sit kind of in between. I remember there was two lots that had like really, really, really big granite gravestones. Mm -hmm. And I don't know what it was about them, but I always like to be in that spot specifically. So I would always just go sit like right there and then I would just chill out and I would enjoy that cemetery. And um, I would just think, or I would just kind of just sit there, no thoughts, just just vibes. Um, so about six months into doing that pretty regularly, I uh, I went there one night after work, and I was having a really, really, really hard time. Uh, so I experienced a lot of death in Massachusetts. I actually really hadn't dealt with any kind of significant death in my life up until I had moved. Oh, and wow. then um, my grandmother ends up dying. And my uncle ended up dying my first uh, year in Massachusetts. So wow. not only am I living like completely alone and away from everybody, like my family and my right. friends and what I grew up with, I'm also dealing with the death of two very significant family members of my life for the first time. Yeah. And then I start dating this guy. And it was like very similar, very serious for us. And we were kind of getting to the point where we're like, do you know, do we want to tell our families about it? Like close friends are known about it. Like, hey, do we want to maybe like thanksgiving at your place christmas at my place kind of thing like do we want to do this do we want to do this um 
and when he passed, so it was just like a lot of death. Yeah, and a very like considering I'm 26 years old, would have been 24 at the time, yeah. and I had experienced three very important people to me dying within like a, a, two years of each other. It's a lot. That's one time crazy. Span. Yeah, that's really hard. Um, and so, uh, anyways. So I'm sitting out there one day, and I was having a hard fucking time. Like, I'm thinking about my grandmother. I'm thinking about my uncle. I'm thinking about my ex. And I, like, mm-hmm. life is just not lifing for me. And uh, mm-hmm. I remember I sat by a different stone that night, and I remember why. It's because the name of the lady was Shelby Cranford. Hmm. Shelby Cranford. My grandmother's name was Shelby Crawford. Oh, wow. And when I had first seen it, I thought it was Shelby Crawford. Right. And I like, <laughs> like immediately just like broke yeah. down in tears. Um, and then I was like, oh, okay, Shelby Cranford, whatever, whatever. But I remember sitting by this and I remember like, I was just like bawling to myself, just bawling. It was just like, it was a horrible, awful time. Like no bueno for anybody. And um, I just, at one point just started to feel like this very, 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 very like warm presence, like mm. quite literally my body started to feel warm. And this is Massachusetts in like November. It's literally like 31 degrees outside. Um, but I went from feeling cold to just feeling warm. All of a sudden, I remember very specifically because there's very few times in my life where I felt like this. I felt very at peace, very ADHD. There's always something going through my brain. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, my, my thoughts were just relaxed. I was calm. Everything felt okay. I wasn't crying anymore. I felt happy. I felt protected. I felt safe. And I sat there. I remember I started because I was scrolling on my phone while I was kind of like sobbing. Um, so I remember it was like 1030, 1045. I ended up leaving that graveyard at 2 a.m. Literally sat there from like 1030 to 2 a.m. Just wow. feeling warm and happy and comfortable and protected. And at some point I was like, okay, I should probably go home, right? Like I'm tired, whatever. And I remember as I'm getting up, I'm like starting to walk away. And like to this day, like I will never believe otherwise. I didn't see like a person, but there was just this shimmer of like a figure that kind of passed between my eyes. I was like walking away and then like the warmth started to leave, not like in like a negative way, but it was almost like that. I I don't know how to explain Like the spirit wasn't, I don't know. It sounds stupid. Like what the spirit was inside of me. I don't know. Mm. But I just saw this like glimmer of a figure, like no doubt in my mind, it was a figure. And then I kind of started to feel normal again, not sad or anything, but kind of came down from that high I was feeling and was just like, Oh, okay. And I remember just driving home, still feeling just very calm, very at peace, very relaxed what I experienced. And so in my mind, I feel like I was comforted or visited by some kind of a spirit, some kind of a ghost that night. Um, And it was, it was a really profound experience. Mm. That is a very profound experience. That's yeah. Sorry, I don't have like the oogity boogity following. No, story. <laughs> I mean I definitely have. I have like good ghost experiences as well. So I, I definitely get that feeling. I I understand that. That is, uh, it's kind of like the weird thing about Massachusetts, where I feel like it like sometimes gives you what you need. Yeah. Right. You know, like whatever is going on in that part of land. Like, so that's actually really beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, I I personally feel like I'm sure you might disagree because you're like more of a ghost expert than I am. But I, I feel like 
nowhere else in the country compares to Massachusetts when it comes to paranormal. And uh, no, I agree one hundred percent. You know, like some people could argue, like Louisiana, or maybe I've even heard a lot of stuff sure. about Ohio. But Dude. like, <laughs> <laughs> but like Massachusetts, just and I feel like it's got its really really good history and it's got its really really terrible history and so yeah. i feel like there's just a spirit for every occasion there <laughs> there it, there is 100 you know? percent. Um, yeah, yeah i i hear you on that no i definitely don't get me wrong ohio's crazy ohio's wild um it's a different type. it's more feral <laughs> it's oh, a more feral type of energy <laughs> out here with the ghosties um no i could i could definitely agree with you that 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 new england part of the country it you're already surrounded by so much history and there's so many more people just like the the amount of population that have been through there and past you know uh and like almost every square inch you know there's no part that hasn't been touched by history so you're gonna have a lot of residual energy there for sure mm-hmm Oh gosh, hold on, I gotta stretch. It's like when my cat stretches and I have to go, oh, big old stretch. Big stretch. Yeah. Um yeah, that's cr- that's crazy. What a what a great experience to have though. I'm glad that you got to have that experience. I'm glad that you were able to find comfort, you know, through yeah, that. That's you. really nice. Yeah. It was it's nice to be like my only ghost story is not that shit yeah. terrifying. <laughs> yeah, I have my fair share of both. Um, I shared a lot of mine last year during odd October. I do remember, and, and I shared somewhat of it during Demon House. So my ghost story is actually not really even a ghost story. It's not really a ghost story. I mean, it kind of is, I guess. But um, I found out something really cool, and then I've like looked into it a little bit, and it seems to be true. And I had never heard it before. And I thought it would be interesting to share just as something to think about as we go into good old Halloween. Mm -hmm. So we have not yet breached the subject of the Salem witch trials. Um, As I'm sure all of you can be very aware of how delicate I was during talking about Salem, because one day we will attack the meat that is that entire topic and what happened. But What I found out is very interesting. So, a major player in the Salem Witchcraft Trials was a man named Giles Corey. Right? We know Giles. We love Giles. Well, do we? I don't know. Yeah, that guy sucks. He has a very interesting death, and one day we will cover it. But apparently, he cursed the sheriff. Did you know this? I did know that. Okay, I didn't know this. I knew of his death, and I knew how he died, and I knew what led up to his death. I didn't realize that he cursed the the sheriff and said that God will give him blood to drink. Hard line. Then I found out that until they built the Salem Witchcraft Trial Monument, every sheriff since Sheriff Corwin the sheriff that was the arresting sheriff for Giles Corey had died of a blood disorder or a heart attack. What do you mean? (laughs) What do you mean? That man cursed him. That man put a curse on all of the fucking sheriffs. I had no idea. So then I look into it and it's true. Every single one of them, Mm -hmm. every single one of them. And they're, they're not even in office that long. 
They're not even in office that long. It's actually crazy. They moved the Salem Sheriff's Office to Middleton in 91 because they were so afraid of it happening. And then it happened again, and then they built the memorial, and it hasn't happened since. <laughs> since Giles Corey's death, all of these sheriffs have died, right? Not great. Um, or actually great, depending on where you sit on that. Hey, Kath. Um <laughs> <laughs> Sheriff George Corwin himself died of a heart attack at the age of 30. Not not wonderful. You know, it's not like they had McDonald's back in the olden times. So, you know, that's kind of a wild thing to have happen. And then what I found out was that in 1801, the Howard Street Cemetery was established on the same field that Giles Corwin was killed on. And people... Like from the time it opened until now, well, until the memorial went up, would see Giles Corey walking around. There's a legend that claims that before, like every natural disaster since his death, he's been like that's happened in that area. He's been seen. Like he's kind of like the Mothman. The Mothman, yes. Yeah. I don't know if you know that about Mothman or not, but like anytime he's seen around a bridge, that bridge ends up collapsing within like a week. Oh, I just knew natural disasters or freaky disasters followed Mothman. I didn't know. Yeah. Uh, I didn't know it was that yeah. specific. It's pretty specific. Yeah. If you see him around a bridge, don't go over that bridge anytime soon, you know? Stay away from the Golden Gate Bridge, dude. Just yeah. stay away. Absolutely crazy. So in 1974, there Robert Ellis Cahill was elected the new sheriff of Essex County, which is the county that Salem's in. And he like everything seemed to be fine for about four years and then he suffered a heart attack and a stroke and at that point heard a bunch about the curse right they were like oh there's the curse like it's coming back and he like knew kind of of it but not a lot you know this is a different time the the witchcraft trials weren't um regarded kind of like as they are now you know he didn't know that much about it. So then he starts researching and the sheriff of Essex County finds out that every sheriff he could find information on since Corwin had either died due to heart problems or a blood disorder. So like this sheriff is the first one that like put like the list together of like everyone who had died and anything that he could find had any, any information he could find on anyone had all shown this, like, kind of the same idea. Either a heart attack or a blood disorder. And there's a whole list. Um, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17. Uh, just from 1692 to 1864. Mm-hmm. And all of them had issues with their heart or with their blood. There are a few that um, had been able to retire, but then at that point also either died of a heart attack or a blood disorder. Which is just absolutely nuts. Blood curses are real, dude. God gave them blood to drink. You know? Nice old glass of, nice old glass of blood drinking on them hoes. Uh, check out the elizabeth bathory episode Mm -hmm. for more information it didn't make them younger i'll tell you that much (laughs) did not make them younger so 
Yeah, I just thought that was really interesting. I don't have any ghost stories to share currently. I know I talked about it a lot in Demon House. So if you want to hear some ghost stories, make sure you check out that episode. Um, and also why I don't share all the ghost stories I currently have. I guess I kind of shared a ghost story at the beginning of this when we recorded Demon House. And the lights just, just uh, flicker on and off for the whole entire freaking night. And our lights are new. And they're they're fine. And um, yeah. The TV all. I like the way you said. And our lights are new. They are new. We just got them done this year, so like, I they're fine. Like, there's you know, it's not like old wiring or whatever. Like, yeah, definitely a weird, definitely a weird experience. It's been a very interesting October, and I am very excited to have this bonfire. I'm very pumped to start the new witchy new year. And I am excited that we're going into the darker parts of the year and I get to drink hot chocolate all the time. I'm very pumped. I'm so ready for white chocolate peppermint mochas. Oh, yes, you are absolutely correct in your excitement. And I join you in it. Although Dunks has the best peppermint mocha. I, I do agree with you on that as well. It's so good. Yeah, it's uh, a problem. <clears throat> it's a, it's a, this is the, the time of the year that I'm, I'm going to just drink so much beverages. Literally like it's yeah, it's beverage same. season, baby. And I'm ADHD. I have three season. beverages on me at all times. Like it is same. It is a water. It is a, a soda. It is a caffeinated something or a sparkling something. And I'm telling you, it's going to be hot chocolate, hot chocolate, <laughs> peppermint mocha. Like that's the scenario that we are in right now. And I am so excited. I hope that you guys have enjoyed odd October. I hope that you have enjoyed this episode and I hope that you stay odd, Arcadia. Meow, 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 meow. All right, let's stop.